Right, three, a two, and a one. You're listening to that League One podcast. Hello, lads, and sorry, wrong channel, but hello, and welcome back to that League One podcast. Tonight, we have our usual gang, the Jack Ward Football Podcast. Jack, hello, mate. How are we doing? Yes, mate, I'm good. Uh, I'm on a boat, and <laughs> I am I am so tired. It's a joke. I'm recording this a little bit later than I normally am. And also, the, the introduction that you just gave me there was like someone had just tore my ear about five times, and it sounded horrendous. But I think you asked me how I was. I'm okay, mate. And um, I'm having a good holiday. Oxford won a game of football, which makes it even better. And I'm looking forward to a nice podcast, chilled and relaxed, with uh, three points in the bag. Absolutely. And uh, it's a good job I'm not on that boat, because I probably would have chucked myself in by now. (laughs) (laughs) So this podcast can still go ahead. And, and, you know, we won't be needing a transfer request just yet. Tom, it has got 4-0 written all over it, which we will come to later on in the podcast. Tom, how are we doing, mate? So last week it was antidepressants within 60 seconds. This week you're showing yourself in the sea. Follow Fleetwood. Follow Fleetwood and get back to me and tell me that, you know, this you, you don't need them. This is true. I'm uh, <laughs> so Ben's jumping in the sea. Wardy sounds like one of those um, meditation. Wardy sounds like he's in the apps. sea. But Wardy sounds like he's you know those meditation apps that go taken amongst all your surroundings and breathe <laughs> gently. He's got that kind of voice on tonight that you'd hear in a spa or somewhere like that. I'm very well, mate. It was four new written all over it. I've had a great weekend as a result, and I'm looking forward to the next hour. And uh, great to have everyone back with us as well, listening. So uh, it's all going well so far, and we're still here four weeks in, which is always good. Absolutely. And uh, I, I really rate that. And uh, Jake, how are we doing, mate? Big, big result for your boys. And, you know, we will come to the obvious, the elephant in the room. And for once, it's not me. Um, but <laughs> it could be something to do with me. Um, Jake, how are we doing, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm absolutely fine. Absolutely buzzing to be here at quarter past nine on a Sunday night recording League One stuff with you three. I, I couldn't think of a better way to spend my weekend. Um, so, no, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. I'm sure you've got a, a fun hour, hopefully an hour. Hopefully it's not 80 minutes like mine was last week. Um, a good Please, no. uh, packed podcast, hopefully, mate. Absolutely. So I each allocated um, these three gentlemen um, a few games. But before we go into that, would you like to do our usual shout out of the week, which is it seems tradition to do so. Uh, but before we come to this, also, this podcast is available uh, via Patreon where you can go and watch us on screen where you can see my beautiful face. You can see Jack's Blurred face, which in, I think quite a bit, a bit of an improvement to be fair. <laughs> uh, and you've also got young Thomas there, um, retroing a Southampton shirt as oh, well. So you, you can you can go and check though. It's a, a retro portal top, which I must say, and I'm, I'm a big fan of you know, what the blues and all that. And you can see Jake trying not to get annoyed at me for trying to get the port bail plugs in again today. So again, that'll be appreciated. You can subscribe, you can follow us for $4 a month as well, which will help the channel grow. And again, keep us going. So again, share the podcast about as well. The support has been sublime so far, hasn't it boys? And again, we're seeing the numbers grow and grow and grow until I host and it'll drop and drop and drop. So a bit like Wardy's internet. So, Tom, shout of the week, over to you. Have your moment. 
Yes, shout out this week is for Sam Latchford. He sent us a message on Twitter or X, as I believe we should be calling it now. Sam said, loving the pod, lads. As a Charlton fan who travels from New Zealand to the UK a few times a year, your podcast makes the 29-hour plane journey seem quicker. Cheers, chaps. Which is great to hear that we speed up your journey, Sam. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us. One of the people who benefited from Jake's 83-minute special last weekend, I'm sure. Uh, We can't promise any 29-hour-long episodes, I'm afraid. Uh, Wardy would probably lose the the will to live very quickly <laughs> last week certainly felt like that and if you like sam listening uh, to us on a long journey or you enjoy what you hear add subscribe all the usual stuff as ben's just said there feel free to get in touch and you may well be the shout out of the week next week there you go on with the show absolutely so i each allocated the boys three games each as well we will go in alphabetical order as well none of this so for sport Thank rubbish the because Lord. that was right in my absolute brain. And guess what? It doesn't take much to fry my brain, believe me. <laughs> so we're going to start off with you, Tom, actually, because I allocated you Bristol Rovers against Barnsley. It was a draw. It was one all. Two good sides. One, I'd say, slightly better than the other being Barnsley. But Bristol Rovers aren't too far off. A good performance from both. Um, again, honours even down at the men. We spoke about this one on the last episode, citing the backgrounds of the game, didn't we? Reduced allocation, etc. And I think all three of us went for a draw in the predictions. And uh, three of us did, and one of us uh, didn't, but we won't mention who that was. One of us also, I think two of us got this one bang on. I think that might, well, there we go. Um, I'm sure we'll come on to that. And I'm still losing, so there's a little spoiler for you. Excellent start uh, to, to the game for Barnsley, at least. Great finish from Nicky Cadden in front of the travelling fans. All the power in the world from his left foot, and he gives the keeper absolutely no chance. I Very similar to what we just said there, Ben. Pretty 50-50 in the end for the first 45. John Marquis hit the crossbar relatively early on in the second half. Bristol Rovers did a lot more in the second half, I thought, than Barnsley and were the better team for me. Rewarded with an equaliser on the counter-attack with sort of just under, just over, sorry, 10 minutes to go through Scott Sinclair. He could have had two if it weren't for an excellent save from Liam Roberts. Marquis had one cleared off the line. Luke Thomas had another good game. And against a team who will for sure be up there, Rovers ultimately will feel like they could have had all three points yesterday. Absolutely agree with you. And it's going to be interesting to see where both sides pan out. And I think that'll be a point gained for both at the end of the season. Next up, we come to Jake, who had Bolton. Um, um, Did I? Are you sure? (laughs) It's it, it been this twice. We've just done our live show. Jay, um, you've got to realise, mate, I make mistakes. Unlike you, I'm not exactly a supercomputer, so uh, I do apologise. Yeah. Right, next up. Right. He said it was such certainty as well. Jake has Bolton. Oh, no, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's a different game. Sorry. Right, that better be getting cut out, Thomas. Uh, but, next up, Burton against Derby County. A brilliant result for the Rams. In my opinion, that was a win that showed us what Derby County are. Connor Horahan getting assists, Collins getting goals, them keeping a clean sheet, them scoring goals late on in games to seal the victory against a not-so-good Burton side, if I'm being honest with you. Obviously, they played Leicester in the Cup on Wednesday night. A difficult game, a difficult week for Burton. Obviously, defeats the Blackpool, Leicester and Derby and not look convincingly in any of them. But they played three top sides from a championship side and two top uh, top League One sides, I would say. Yeah, uh, and I've got no notes on like the, the great man to my left. So, I, I, this is all absolutely off the cuff. But for like you mentioned, Burton were chasing shadows on, on Wednesday night against Leicester. I thought they didn't get anywhere near them. 
Uh, and when you're running around for 90 minutes without the ball, it, it, you get very tired very quickly. I mean, I get very tired just running up the stairs in my flat block. So never mind how they get on chasing Leicester around for 90 minutes. Um, there's a clue. We live on the first floor, which is shows you tells you more about my fitness than it does anything else. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought Burton were, were, were poor uh, against Leicester. And then obviously they played 24 hours after Derby. Um, they didn't really create much going forward, but, but Derby were absolutely excellent. I thought um, Colin Hurahan stole the show and it's good to see Collins get on the score sheet. Obviously, a lot of rumour about him leaving the football club. He's bagged a goal. Good to see Connor Washington get on the score sheet as well. That first goal was a new striker coming into any club is really important. I mean, there's, there's another one in, in one of the other games later on, I think, that, that made Wardy possibly rock the cruise ship that he, he's currently sat on. So, um, yeah, look, uh, a great performance for Derby. They needed the reaction after back to that, uh, obviously, defeats against Wigan and Blackpool. So, yeah, the, and, and to win in that fashion, and they took a good following like they would, you'd expect them to. It's only, what, 20 minutes on the train. So, yeah, good for Derby. Burton, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that, given their performances. But, but Derby, excellent. And you'd think that this might become the norm now for, for Paul Warren's side. A typical Paul Warren away performance as well, which they've not won too many games away from home, which is a worrying statistic. They've only won like a one in three since their entry and arrival into Skyrim League One. Well, now come to Wardy. Wardy, I gave you Cheltenham against Bolton. Yes, it is Bolton this time. And again, another 3-0 win to the away side. Dion Charles up and running as well. A brilliant convincing victory. Three points, three goals, top of the league. And two home games now to come against their Lancashire outfits as well. It's a, going very well down um, down, uh, down Bolton's way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Ian Everts is having a good start to the season, along with his Bolton team that has been, I think, fantastic since minute one. Dominant with fantastic output. I think last season we spoke a lot about them being really comfortable in the ball, happy to to control the game, control matches, but didn't sort of always have that clinical firepower uh, in the final third, I think, this season so far. And it is early days, but so far we've seen a Bolton side look fantastic in the final third, look really strong in, in those final areas. Like you said, Dion Charles scoring uh, you know, and getting up and running really quickly in the season is always nice to get a striker scoring goals. I know Pompey had Colby Bishop back as well. We had Harris score a goal. So to have those strikers at the back of the net is um, early on in the season is, is really, really important. And uh, Bolton were a, a really, really good outfit against Cheltenham, who, by the way, looked really, really poor as well. Absolutely. Um, again, great summary of the game so far. I Sorry, was my Wi-Fi okay in that one? Sorry, did everyone? Was, did it? Did it sit up all right? You sounded there? like something out of Doctor Who for a minute, but you're all good now, so we can crack That's on. That's fine. That's fine. So great summary from the lads there as well. I covered extra against Blackpool. Now, two sides that won their opening game last weekend and two sides that ended in a draw. Nil-nil, both sides are unbeaten and both sides have kept clean sheets in their respective games. Blackpool came down from the Championship last season and it was important to get off to a good start. I still worry about their lack of goals again. Um, the signing of Jensen Weir this week, uh, this well, this early weekend on Friday, um, which is a very, very good signing. Scored 10 goals from midfield for Morecambe last season, um, as well in League One. Be interesting to see if they can have a striker before the window ends. I know Gary Medine is still training with them, but again, won't be fit until the latter part of 2023 due to injury. Kevin Stewart also still training with the Lancashire outfit as well. But Exeter, a great point on the board as well. It's four points now, an unbeaten start. 
going in to a tough tie on Tuesday on Sky at Fratton Park against Portsmouth. Again, I thought that was a very, very good point for both both sides. Now, next up, Wardy. Now, if Wardy cuts out during this, this is absolutely fine. I, I should not let him go to this game because his Wi-Fi is that bad. But we're going to go to Fleetwood nil, Cambridge 2. The only side that did not win this weekend. Oxford obviously won. Forbes have obviously won. Lincoln won. Fleetwood here did not win. Wardy, in your best way, try and sum it up in a southern accent instead of a northern accent like me because I'm sick fucking of Fucking shit. Me. Fucking Fleetwood. <laughs> Fuck them. A lot of them. Sorry. Hey, up. Cambridge was good. I said they would. I said they would. Mate, Fleetwood are as bad and as shit as my Wi-Fi. That is... Hey. That's important to say. <laughs> they were that bad. No, I... I don't. I mean, by the way, we should say Cambridge were were, were good, and, and maybe Cambridge are good. Maybe that's maybe that's that's what we're going with. I, I'll take that. Last week was a, a well. Last week for us wasn't very good against Cambridge. So hopefully that is a trend, and and they are just a fantastic footballing side. But I, I would also say Fleetwood were were terrible. And as much as Napa's will hope, I don't say those words, and I try and be as constructive as I can. It's hard to be when I look at the way that Fleetwood played. I think they were. Fleetwood just very, very passive, not very good at all going forward. I think they had two shots on target. Nappers might correct me on that, but a really no number of shots on goal. And I mean, Scott Brown, after the game, you said Nappers sort of took the blame on himself, but the players weren't very good whatsoever. The setup wasn't good. So maybe that is Scott Brown's fault, but in what is a, a very, very strong or meant to be the, the strongest Fleetwood side that they can field, it was a bad showing. And Again, repeating what Napa said on his show, and maybe that is my main source of research. You have to find out. Um, they, you just do. You need more additions. You need to bolster that squad. You need to have other options and, and different ways to attack and, and different ways to, to break opposition down. Because Cambridge were very, very direct, very, very clear with the way they want to play. Maybe a little bit different to what we've seen from Mark Bonner in League One over the last couple of years. A bit more direct. Sort of find that sort of um, target man and sort of play off uh, play off him as that sort of focal point in the side we sort of normally associate mark bonner with a, a bit more of a sort of a, a less direct more ticky tacky if you like as much as you can be in league one type of type of manager um a little bit less so this season but it's working really well and we should give maybe a slight apology to some of us who put them bottom of the table i believe me and nappers both put them bottom and they've beaten both of us in two weeks so uh maybe that's a sign <laughs> don't put a team bottom it's literally like they put our you know, our prediction on their wall. And they were mm. good. I thought, I agree with that. Fleetwood were, were poor, passive, not good enough. Um, you can have 61 and percent possession over two games against two sides that, respectively, you'll be fighting out at the end of the season. But when there's no desire to play four, when there's no desire to get balls into the box, when you're trying long diagonal balls and it's the same old and you're channeling it out, it's not good enough. And things have to change. And we're two games in and, I'm being told to find the positives. Well, the only positive about that game was the game ended. And the good news is it's Bolton and Derby next, which I know I can't believe I'm saying that is good news. There's absolutely no pressure on Fleetwood. You're fucked, mate. You're fucked. Absolutely nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. And bear in mind, Fleetwood did take four points off Derby last season. We're better, like Lincoln, against the better sides. That's the only bit of inspiration I am taking. And Inspiration is what I can get because I went to Portsmouth against Leighton Orient. I covered that did one. You? I did, That's yes. for you, mate, isn't it? Well, I did. <laughs> I, well, I, I actually watched the game back. So, you know, I, I like being prepared on that, you, Jake. Um, it was a brilliant result for Portsmouth. Back in your box. <laughs> in that small box as well, as you can get in it. Um, 
four nil. It had four nil written all over it. And how many times have we said that over the years? Not many. There's only what I think in the history of four nil all over it. Maybe four times I can remember. Yeah, a couple of other vlogs. There was one in the Papa John's, wasn't there? A couple yeah, of years right. ago, if I remember. Was oh. not? Yeah, but shit. So, yeah, but how many actually vlogged on camera, would you say? I was there for Cheltenham last season, Accrington a few seasons ago, uh, that one yesterday. Uh, there's one against Doncaster a couple of years ago as well. I think four's about right, actually. Yeah. Well, it has got four nil written all over it. It has indeed. Go and find this boy's channel. So go and, go and give him a subscription. You're welcome for the plug, by the way. Thanks, uh, mate. Appreciate it. Everything that went right for you, <laughs> just it just fell right, wasn't it? it you only actually had four shots on target. You scored with three of them. The other one was a no goal. So you scored with three out of your four shots on target. Bishop getting up and running, you know, and Yengi's looking promising. Everything's just going right at Portsmouth um, at this moment. I mean, you're 13 unbeaten as well. That's got to be mentioned from last season. You know, only the five wins, but it shows that you're hard to beat and never give up. And I think that late draw last week, no matter... What happened and you you know you blew and you finally blew Bristol Rovers' house down and got that draw. It just shows you what a place Fratton Park is going to be this season if you can keep tuning out those victories. And I don't care what Jake said earlier on to me about it's only late in that came up last season. And um again, Paul the fans are getting too excited. Why not? They, they just won four 0 away from home against a, a good, well set up side, and the you know they kept another clean sheet and it's good signs. If if they came on and lost, we'd be absolutely caning them, wouldn't we? And, uh, we were. I think we were. I think there was a lot of people on online last week that were ready to criticise Portsmouth and were wait, were wanting that them to mm. lose after the business done. And it's good to see that they've silenced the doubt as early on because if they'd have lost that uh, or drawn it, it kind of been like, oh, what's the point? out, mate. Eisen's got to go, haven't they? They gotta go if they lose. Love you, Eric. I know you're listening, Eric. Lots but, of love. But again, um, sign more plays, you prick. Uh, <laughs> at Portsmouth, everything. We need a number ten. We need a number ten. <laughs> we need more creativity. We need more creativity. And, um, I know how Jake feels now. Everything's got about winning games of football. Great result. He's got four 0 written all over it. And Leighton Orient, not great to say the least. They were open. Didn't get out to crosses. Portsmouth got balls into the box with ease. I thought Joe Morell in midfield, 88% pass accuracy, actually. And two out of three tackles was an absolute monster in that midfield. Great result. Tom, how did you find it? One day I will have Joe Morell's kids, honestly. He's so, <laughs> so good. Now. Not biologically, you won't, Tom. He'll, no. But he will assist them. He will assist Tom to have them. <laughs> it, it's, it's a saying, boys. Come on. I just love the man so much. Um and you boys will find out very soon why I love him that much and uh, all, all, all will be revealed. Um, yeah, I, exactly what you said. I take issue with the it's late in Orient and they've been promoted. Jakey boy is probably not surprised by that. Um, Mr. Jake Tong actually predicted late in Orient to finish 14th in League One this season, everybody. So, I mean, you know, if you're beating the team that finished are going to finish 14th, 4-0 this season away from home, I pretty much take that. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said, Nappers. I think you, your Pompey knowledge is probably better than mine. Um, I actually thought it was a relatively even first half. I think 2-0 halftime probably flattered us a little bit and then we just had far too much for them second half. It's one of the best second half performances, one of the best halves I've seen under John Messino. Won't have a 10-minute segment on Pompey. 4 nil written all over it and uh, Jake Tom predicted us to lose 1-0 and Wardy thought it was going to be a one-all draw. So, up yours. <laughs> there you are. And again, I thought that was... <laughs> 
on, on Wardy's point last week, it's all gone quiet over there, there, isn't it? I do want to give Wardy some credit, actually, because he actually said that midfield, when you're winning 2-0, is a very, very good midfield to have. And it seemed to be... Um, Seem to be that way. And Yengi, I don't know if he's shagging kangaroos this week, but again, <laughs> he's an absolute fire. I wrote that song stuck in my head. I was singing it this morning while doing my, my research, shall I say. And Tom, we're going to stick with you. And actually, yeah. an alphabetical order because it's Oxford next. You all were actually together in alphabetical order this week as well, which was very uh, interesting, before. actually. Um, Lincoln against Wickham. Great result for the Imps. 3-0. Everyone said we could hug it. With a great, with, with a great goal. And... Um, Danny Manjoyi, what a player. Uh, two assists and a goal. Got six goals, four assists last season. And just seemed to do the business, didn't they? 3-0, uh, three points, up and running. And knocked out that 3-0 defeat they had last week. And also, eight shots on target this week, so an improvement. Jake's seat has reclined forward to see what I'm about to say about Lincoln City. Uh, I'm delighted. The se- second week in a row that production management have given me the Lincoln game to cover. So there we go. Much better result for them than last time round. Imps had to wait a little while, didn't they, for the goal to- goals to come. But when they did, they just kept on coming. A bit of an early scare from Jack Grimmer, denied by Jensen's feet after that. Lincoln, I didn't think we're really in any danger of conceding. How on earth... The referee does not give a penalty for the foul on Ben House. I do not know. And in the end, that pretty much proved immaterial. Please don't say you didn't think it was a penalty, I Jake. didn't think. I thought... Uh, is it Fiori, Fiorino, the defender? I thought he got a foot on the ball. So, mm. for me, I, I, I won't kicking and screaming about it. I didn't think it was a pen. Did you say it was a penalty you lost the game? So, yeah, well, this is true. Yeah, yeah. we won three now, so it's all good, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Too, too much of the man, not enough of the ball for me on that one. Um, it was immaterial, as you say. Subs for me are really cute, crucial to the win for the Imps. Teddy Bishop in particular was the real difference maker. Nice finish at the back stick for when the crowd say Rico Herkit to get them going. Awesome ball over the top, then flashed across from Manjoyu for Teddy Bishop. He probably should have had another when he was through on goal, but he did assist the third, which was a reverse of the second. Teddy Bishop teeing up that man again, Danny Manjoyu. His first touch is light enough to not take it too far away from him. He still leaves a sensible distance for the strike as well. It's a really, really good goal. Three goals, three points for the Imps at Central Bank. What a weekend. Absolutely so. Um, Jay, uh, Jay, we're going to come to you next. I gave you the, the task of doing Oxford Carlisle. A difficult afternoon for both. Carlisle turning into Lincoln City, not having a shot on target this week. But Oxford finally, finally got that win. 1-0 at home. Good win for them, uh, especially at home. You want to win your home games. And wasn't the fashion that you maybe would have wanted, but they got the job done against a Carlisle United side that lacked quality in the forward areas, And as we saw. Well, it was game of the weekend, wasn't it, in terms of quality of football on show. It was literally liquid football from, from both teams. I thought, um, yeah, no, it, it, in all serious, I think it was shit. And I think Wardy will, will state that from, from an Oxford point of view. I don't think they reached the levels that that we think Oxford can reach. I think they need a bit of time to gel. Obviously, whilst Pompey brought in a load of players, I think Oxford brought in a similar number, maybe a couple less, but still need a lot of time to gel. A lot of new players in that starting eleven. Um, good for, the, for for Mark Harris to get off the mark. Can Thomas Holly do better? Probably, but good for, for Harris to, to get that first goal. It'll be a lot of confidence. But I thought Oxford played some pretty decent stuff at the time, but didn't get out of second gear. As for Carlisle, I mean, I spoke on your show, Ben, before before we came on here. They brought on Luke Plans, Danny Butler, and Joe Garner, who um, players that me and you know both pretty well, um, and they're all 
horrific options at this level, personally. And Carlisle <laughs> changed the game. I think I think Moxon was a big miss if, if Carlisle had Moxon in the side. I think he might have caused Oxford one or two problems. Is he but off hey, Is he off somewhere? Do we think? Uh, well, he was he was ill. Supposedly. Yeah, was he ill though? But I, I I wouldn't be surprised if there's. I mean, there was rumour with Blackpool at the start of the window. I don't. I, I yeah, but they only bid two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. I know they can come back in with another okay. counter offer, but yeah, so I don't. Now. They need him. But but if I was Paul Simpson, and I'm very glad that I'm not because I've got a full head of hair, um, I would be pulling my hair out. Uh, he's got no forward options at a, a decent at this level. They're going to need two, three, four, and if Moxon goes, they can have the money. But, but they're, they're going to be in trouble. The only sort of shining light for, for Carlisle is the American takeover sector to be completed in the next couple of weeks. That could give them a bit of a cash flow. But um, worrying signs for Carlisle at, at the moment. But for Oxford, I don't think they gave a shit how they got over the line, but they did get over the line. It was 1-0 scrappy, but they, they'd take it. And I think Wardy is a very happy man at this, at this moment in time. I think overall this weekend, I think that... This next fixture, Peter versus Charlton, I allocated it to Tom. I think, obviously, you've been very happy with your fixture selections um, next week. I think we'll, we'll be giving you your, your Fleetwoods and you know your bottom half teams next week. I think you've been spoiled. But it wasn't a great game, don't get me wrong, but it was two sides that are good sides. Peter won 1-0, Kiprianu, the goal scorer. Charlton, very injury-struck, it seems, at the moment and just cannot seem to keep plays fit. A lot of academy graduates in the side, a bit like Wigan. Um, but again, a, a Peter side who won back-to-back games 1-0, you know, kept two clean sheets, won both games against Reading and Charlton, two decent-ish sides. You'd, you'd say that's going to do well this season. Obviously, questions are on Reading, let's be honest, but Charlton signed well. And it shows you Peter may have a different side to the game that they can grind out those results because they did well under Ferguson last year um, and in the past, but they've always been like a 2-1, a 3-1, a 4-2, uh, you know, a, a very much goal-for-goal-like side. But keeping these clean sheets, it's a very, very good start. Yeah, as you said, delighted for me to have been called up to do what was the game of the weekend on the paper. I On the paper? On paper. I predicted a barnstormer for this one. It obviously wasn't quite that, was it, sadly, as you say. Um, Charlton had the lion's share of the game, particularly in the second half. Poku tested the Charlton keeper in the first half. Critchlow has to bury that header um, that he puts wide from a superb Burroughs delivery. I think a couple of hundred posh fans probably thought that was in because it was that close. Lovely football for the Peterborough opener. Really good awareness for Randall. Composed finish from uh, Kiprianu. Charlton had a chance deflected narrowly wide in the second half. Clark Harris is still chasing that elusive 100th league goal and it's looming. It's 2 1 0 wins in two League One. Uh, two, yeah, two League. Try again. 2 1 0 wins in two in League One for the posh. <laughs> Um, Look at BBC. Get on that stat. Get on that stat, <laughs> BBC. That was that was smooth. And that's this, that was smooth. This fucking ship I'm on. That was. I might have sounded actually like I should do on Bordy's Wi-Fi. That yeah, stuttering <laughs> ship, in and out. Ship, 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 league one. Ship. League one. One nil. Two goals. One nil. Yes, they won, Ben. That's all that matters. That's absolutely all that matters. And Jack, we're going to come to your your game now. Again, the third game. Uh, Reading, I don't know who they played. Was it Port Vale? Was it Cambridge? I think it was Port Vale, obviously. <laughs> that clip was, was absolutely golden. And again, you can go and find, find these clips that we do put out, these little teasers on our Twitter page, which is, Jake, we should, what's it called? That League, one, that League One pod, isn't it? 
it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, correct. Well done. <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, I use my presenting skills. I only ask that because I don't know. So. <laughs> So, again, you can go and follow us over on there. And, again, we've got some absolutely golden tweets. Again, we're growing bigger than ever as well. So, again, the next game was Port Vale ready. Um, we're growing bigger than ever, are we? <laughs> He's a growing not a shower. Um, I think you are. So, growing not a shower. Um, Port Vale versus Reading. So, yeah, Port Vale. Um, so yeah, we played Port Vale. Um, <laughs> Port Vale versus Reading. Connor Ripley penalty save off his line. First of all, yeah. lads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was in the fucking go. I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, uh, what do I work with? Welcome back to the One Podcast. All the best from One. Mate, if it's not on the selected games, it's it's always a struggle. I tell you what, it's always a struggle. No, so I've got obviously Connor Ripley saved the penalty off his line, but again, yeah. a great way for Port Vale to respond. One nil, perfect, perfect result. Really, they're at home. You're getting a clean sheet. You're winning because against a side that came down from the championship last year, Andy Carroll missing the penalty, and I... he had 21 touches in the entire game, and one of them missing a penalty. But again, and Garrity scoring the winner, a brilliant goal. Um, and again, I think Port Vale. A, a great, great result. But, Joe uh, Wardy, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Good work, Ben. That's out me out that has. Um, no, we'll get to the side. I th- <laughs> no, I thought, I thought actually Reading were better in the first half um, when they missed that penalty. All their chances did come in that first half. Second half, Port Vale sort of really did come to life, scored that goal. But I don't... I what, That is what happened. I'm pretty sure that is How do you know? I do know. I watch. I just didn't see the Ripley thing. I know I know all the other bits and pieces. Oh, right. Oh, OK. Well, that's all right, then. <laughs> How, how um, do you know they missed the penalty without knowing if the goalkeeper was on the line or not? Because I saw it on, because I saw the, <laughs> saw it on sofa school. I think, yeah, Jack Ward's just. You need a sofa score, I think. I do. Gain contact, by the way. Or just, or you can sponsor this podcast. We would be very happy. I know Napa's stagged you off at the start. I tell you what, they won't be listening now. I'm a fop mob because they do XG. Sofa score do everything else. But no, I thought, I thought. by the way, Reading do need some players. I know it's really, really silly and quite cliche to say when a team starts losing and quite a, a quite a basic thing to say. And I know it's not easy for Reading with their financial situation, but I look at their squad, it is really quite bleak. And an experienced manager at this level as well, alongside players that haven't sort of, again, got going whatsoever it, it looks like it could be a really long season. And, and I last minute, along with quite others, quite a few others, put Reading higher than we maybe should have done because it has not worked as of yet. And like I say, in that, in that second half, they just looked really flat. When they needed to come out and sort of back up, it wasn't a bad first half. They didn't. They were really sort of flat. And I use the word quite often with these, these clubs at the moment, but really quite passive in, in the way they, they approach the second half. And with players like Sam Smith and Harvey Nibs with quite high expectation, knowing the league quite well, they're not stepping up. I know Sam Smith didn't play and obviously Andy Carroll is still doing it in, in, in League One, but I still, I, I don't think that's enough. It's, it's not very inspirational, not very adventurous. And I, I don't think it's going to be what Reading do need to see the, the, the higher ends of League One this season, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We're going to go to Stephen against Shrewsbury now. And again, these these are games at the start of the year we're thinking, oh, I don't want that. And Jake, I gave you the pleasure of watching it and, and giving you the task of reviewing it. And Stephen has won the game 2-0. Great result. Two wins, two clean sheets. And 
Steve Evans masterclass again, the Presley getting a goal, which is which is good for him and his confidence because they're going to need him to score goals at this level. It's so they naturally bring a striker in, and um, he, his goal will help keep them in the league one. But again, two sides you'd expect them to be in Northampton and Shrewsbury, but they have to do it eventually. Great result, 2 0, and a clean sheet at home going into. A top of the league clash, shall we say, between Cambridge United and Stevenage. Yes, you are hearing that right. Cambridge against against Stevenage is a top of the clash. League Do one not time. scratch your eyes. <laughs> you are you really sick. I can't speak. I can't speak. Do you know what? It turns out that Steve Evans is a fat Scottish bastard with an all right football team, isn't he? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, do you know what? I've been really impressed with Stephen. You know, I, I think I was the only one this week that backed them to beat Shrewsbury. But you're looking at the two games that they've played, Northampton and, and Shrewsbury, they're two really winnable games on paper. And to be fair, I mean, they, they rode the look at Northampton a little bit last week, but they were fantastic at, at the Lamex yesterday. Um, you think of the players that they've brought in, really adapting and, and playing well. Um, they brought Pro, uh, Presley in, who's had in different spells of Atkinson and Mumbadan at this level. Um, he's come and hit the ground running, um, really well taken goal. And, and Jamie Reid also getting on the score sheet. He scored in so many big games as they got promoted out of League Two last year, scored some massive goals in the games against teams at the top of the league. So I, I, I think Stevenage will be very happy with, with what they've got. Obviously, Cambridge, they look at that. It's another winnable game on paper, isn't it? Away at, away at the Abbey. So um, as for Shrewsbury, complete opposite to what they were last week, I thought. Very timid, very didn't really cause Stevenage any, any, any difficulties. They were able to see the game out relatively comfortably. Um, but but no, I'm sure Steve Evans is extremely happy. I'm sure he's had about four or five Big Macs celebrating the win last night, um, <laughs> Steve Evans' style. But yeah, they, they, they've adapted really well to the level, probably the best out of the, the Brighton side. So Stevenage are uh, third in League One. Who would have thought it? Absolutely. Tom would have done. Tom, now, Tom, sorry, Dappers. I was going to say, Tom did back. I will. I very rarely give Tom credit. I'll be honest. I do. I do. But he did get this one right. He was very, very complimentary of Stevenage before the start of the season. And the recruitment was, was really good. And, and maybe that is what we're seeing really sort of a mix of clubs that have done really good recruitment and haven't worked and clubs that have Stevenage are one that sort of have clicked straight away Burton are also a club that a lot of people tipped as dark horses with their recruitment and they haven't so interesting and maybe that comes down to the experience of Steve Evans he can recruit well and he also can get them sort of clicking quickly as well and uh, Jake might be uh, going maybe against his diet slightly but I think as a footballing manager he started quite well Absolutely. And I'm going to finish it off and go for Wigan against Northampton. And a great result for Wigan. Minus two now and tunnel vision. Everyone in here will be have different aims. Obviously, Oxford and Porter will be looking at just to keep winning. And there'll be no point. There'll be obviously 50 points, as they always say. But your, your aims will just be get the top six and push on. Lincolns will be slightly similar. It's going to be interesting to see where they finish. I think that them and Oxford are not too far Very off. Very similar. I'll have you know. Very similar. Thank you. 50 well, if, you let, if, you, if you actually let me speak, and you, you might actually have just said that, but but all that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, very similar, Jake. You're, you're you're very right for the first time in your life. Um, we can got the job done, and their first aim is just to get to zero points, and that's an easy. It's called a smart target, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time bound. And we've got all oh, that in there. Cool. <laughs> I did. I was doing my GCSEs on this boat. Oh, wait, level PE was that one? Crikey! <laughs> you know something, lads. I failed that as well. I failed it. <laughs> and I'm only doing sports at uni now, so you know. 
Um, that was like again, peel. Was Point evidence explained. That's the one. Hughes, Happy days. Hughes and Matt Manaman with the goals, and again two good goals as well. Hughes only nineteen, and in, in both Wiggins games he's been man of the match. Let's be honest. But obviously Charlotte White who got a break last week. You've got experience in the Humphreys and the, the Langs and the Theo Asgards, uh, the Matt Smith and Scott Smith, who, who were both 22 but got a good number of games at this level. Claire and Pierce at fullback. Northampton, two defeats to open up, but again, Hoskins with a, a beauty of a goal. I don't know what you're saying, guys. Is that a really good goal? Is it a keeper mistake? Where would you go with it, guys? Great goal. <laughs> did, you, did you see it, Thomas? It's it, 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 power. I did, yeah. And actually, I'm always really, really keen to give an, an attacker like Sam Hoskins the credit rather than say it's a goalkeeper yes. mistake. I'd much rather it be a positive for the attacker rather than a negative for the keeper. So that, that's what I'd say. Absolutely, it was a floating goal as well. And we're not goalkeepers; we don't know. And again, I think no, yeah. goalkeepers. There's not much outlook on goalkeepers. I'm a, I'm a goalkeeper. Don't let's get the gloves to prove it. I'm a goalkeeper. <laughs> You're not a good one, though, are you? Um, <laughs> 22 goals last season in League Two, Hoskins. He, he got seven goals, six assists in League uh, League One last time. He was in there as well. But again, we can go to Carlisle and then have the trip to Bolton on Saturday, which we will come to in the next few minutes or so. But before we do so, um, we're going to come to our little bit of nominations where we give... Uh, we do gaff of the week, goal of the week, performer of the week, and result of the week. I allocated gaff of the week. You'll be pleased to know, Jack, after last week, I took him off goal of the week just to, you know, give him some a little bit of confidence. Gaff of the week, uh, Jack. Um, I'll be honest with you, even as the host, I've not even thought about these, my four yet. But again, I'll go with whatever you say. What are you thinking? Some big results in there as well. Are you actually going to give John Massino some credit this week? I always give John Massinio credit. I like John Massinio. I just think he fucked up pre-season. Um, don't quote that. Don't quote that. No, I, I think... Well, maybe... Come on. <laughs> Come on. Get that tweet up and running. Yeah. I don't... I Yeah, I do like John Massinio, but he fucked up pre-season. I mean, what do I know about pre-season? Clearly, after winning 4-0 in the second game of the season, maybe he got it spot on. Maybe, as Tom said, they didn't dig too early. Maybe. Maybe I was, I was wrong all along. Um, but, no, I would, I would give him manager of the week. I think when a manager was 4-0 he gave um, we gave the Barnsley manager I've forgotten his name. He won 7-0 last week. What's his name? Anyone remember his name? No, Collins, Collins, isn't it? That's it, Collins. Uh, we gave him manager of the week so I think when you when you win 4-0 uh, not quite 7 but when you win 4 and in such fashion as well and also away from home. A lot of people like Jake didn't quite back them maybe at a, a quite, a, you know a difficult ground. You could, uh, Jake, Jake will say um, you've got <laughs> you've got you've You've got to give him um, manager of the week. And look, he, he's still an inexperienced manager. Probably the mo- he's got to be the most experienced manager in this league still. Um, but he did sort of show a, a really, really good um, tactical battle. Because like you say as well, the the first half was even, but the way they came out in that second half was was fantastic. And the way that he just sort of settled Leighton in and put them in their place and sort of made, the, made Pompey look like a, a real top side at this level uh, with the players they've got has to be uh, has to be really given plaudits and, and I think I will give them plaudits as much as people will say that I don't like Pompey or John Mazzinio. those are, are both wrong I do like John Mazzinio. I know what an intelligent guy he was as a footballer the way he speaks I, I think he's so um, intellectual as a football manager but also very very calm and sometimes those words can be maybe rubbing fans up up the wrong way with the way that he approaches it was his best things. post-match yesterday he did a great job post-match he did really well we said all the right things finally which is good but 
but and sometimes that, that isn't always he, he says sometimes things that the managers managers don't uh, sorry that fans don't want to hear from a manager but i think on the whole he does mean exactly what I think he he does mean like he means well in in, in the mm. most sloppy way possible. Yeah, yeah. He does mean well. Anyway, it's yeah. The, no, no, what? That, no, I just think the 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 um the actual the statement that I'm talking about and everyone knows what I'm referring to is the no, one I where agree the, with the, you. The, the promotion isn't. No, I, I yeah, but it, I think the difference is now because it can sound like Scott Brown when you win games of football. When you lose games of football, you can sound like Scott yeah. Brown and it can fucking make you want to. As you put yesterday, pop some antidepressants. Sorry, last week, pop some antidepressants. Yeah. That's the difference. You, isn't you it? want you but... want someone to to really drive you, don't you? After a victory, and mm. I think Joey Barton's the best. We don't like him, like as, as from the outward. Look, I, as, to be honest with you, the way he treated me when I was at Fleetwood, I, I I love him for that. He was brilliant. He's been the best manager with me uh, since I followed Fleetwood, and he was very open. But he said he knew what he, he's a bit like a guy with a girl to start the relationship. Not that I'd know. They say all the right things until three months into the honeymoon period is over, then it all stops. You know. So yeah, I'd agree with that. And you know, Scott Robinson Brown, was I, terrible at it, by the way. Sorry to, to carry on from that. Robinson, Carl Robinson, is is the art of saying things that he doesn't quite understand the the long-term effects of i think transfer window promises that don't ever come to fruition not not reading the room sometimes as a manager reading the fucking room is important i think that's what john messino although he like i said in a, in a sloppy term he did mean well with what he said and actually if you break down in context what he said he's basically trying to say look it's not promotion or bust and we are an absolute failure if we don't do it he it reiterated that the actual the, the goal and the aim is promotion however you know, it's not just a short term, a short term hit, and if we don't do it, the whole plan falls apart. It's important when you're in games of football, and I like you say, Nappers. I know you weren't, you were in agreement in some in some points. It's much easier to sort of say those those statements when you're in games of football and you can back it up on the pitch. And that's why he's in a, in long in a long form um, way. He is my manager of the week, and he did speak very well after the game. I do like Chamasinho, and he does deserve that award. Well, we are going to move on before Portsmouth don't get any more of a, of a, of a ten-minute mention. More of a five-minute mention. So we're doing well. Next week will be four minutes. So uh, I'm quite happy with that. Jake, oh, I wonder what you're going to go for. Goal of the week, please. And can you, like, you've watched the games, I've imagined. I, I want the full description. I think it'll be quite easy for you this week. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I'm torn between two, actually. The, the two that I'm torn between were the one that you mentioned earlier, Sam Hoskins' free kick. Uh, was, was excellent, but I'm, I think I'm going to give it to Nicky Cadden actually. His goal away at, at Bristol Rovers, I thought his technique w- w- was fantastic. He, he absolutely smashed it past. Is it Matt Cox on loan from Brentford? Is a yes. fairly good goalkeeper for England youth levels. Um, I'm going to give it to Nicky Cadden. It was a great strike, put his team 1 0 up uh, in the ascendancy. So, uh, Nicky Cadden is going to get it, but but Sam Hoskins free kick was, was definitely a uh, a close second. He hit it with power and with accuracy. Um, it was, it, it was a great strike. The Test the goalkeeper, back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Tom, I, I gave you the challenge of uh, performer of the week. There's some, yes. there's some big ones in here this weekend, uh, actually, because when, when, once you look at it, you know, uh, there's, there's so many you could mention. I know there's, you know, a few from. On our screen right now, none of them from Fleet was unsurprisingly. Danny Manjoy maybe on your list as well. Who are you going for? 
I think it's a much more competitive of the weekend compared to the last episode, Ben. There's a there's a standout that obviously Jakey Boy will be extremely happy about. But there are, as you say, plenty that it could have been this weekend. Connor Hurahan was excellent for Derby and scored their second. Dion Charles bragged a brace in Bolton's dominant display yesterday. The best I've actually, not trying to blow my own trumpet, the best I've seen Marlon Pack play in a little while. Ben Garrity scoring that all-important winner for Port Vale. And Tom Pearce putting a real shift at left-back for Wigan as well. Maybe people might not spot that one, but I thought he did really well. Um... But having said all that, of course, the man of the weekend is going to have to be Mr. Danny Mandroyu. One goal, two assists, two shots on target. Spent pretty much all afternoon in Wickham's half, causing all sorts of problems. Great effort for him. And um, roll on next week's of the weekend. Oh, no, we've got one more to go, haven't we? We have. We've got result of the week now. Oh, I wonder what this is going to be. One new call on well, me. I thought <laughs> obviously Bolton away at Cheltenham deserve a mention. He's a you know, you mentioned last week it's a tough place to go. Mm. Um, and they made it look with ease. Derby winning at a, a local rival as well that they've never won at before in a, in a competitive fixture. I am torn between two. Port Vale one ready nil, I think it's a very good result. He's, in the circumstances to bounce back after losing seven nil, winning the cup against an, an abject fleet was there, but beat Reading, you know, one nil, save a penalty at home, keep a clean sheet. But it's got to be um Oh, absolutely. Port of winning 4-0. If it was 3-0, I probably would have gone elsewhere, if I'm honest with you. Um, I probably would have gone, yeah, I would have probably gone Port Vale, if I'm honest with you. But because it was 4-0, convincing, it was obviously 4-0 written all over it. Four goals, Corey Bishop getting a goal, which is always good to see. Messino getting that first win. And the first win is huge, especially away from home. And now the doubters... um, you know, Jack Wolf uh, football podcast channel number seventy-two. <laughs> or maybe um, I feel like I've been a very positive on Paul, and they've not been getting the the performances to show for in pre-season or the first week of the season. But they're through in the cup as well. I'm going to go for that as a result of the season because no matter who you play, if it's in the same league as you, four-nil win away from home is a good result. What good we're lad. saying, good lad. Yeah, I think no more on Pompey now because we've had almost yeah, the whole agreed, hour on it. Um, but yeah, just just one more. You call you called Jakey a, a doubter, and he went doubters. Just reminder, he did say later. I, yeah, uh, but I think was I, his I, I prediction put, last week. I have put you to finish in the playoffs, so I don't think I'm doubting Pompey in any way, shape, or form. For one week only, you were, but so, you can get oh, back I, on the I, boat I, this week. I have an agenda, right, against Portsmouth. However, I put them second, right. So anybody that says I've got an agenda, <laughs> you don't have an I don't. agenda. So I don't, I don't, I just <laughs> some Pompey pom- okay, fans on Twitter. Jenga. I do, I do like a bit of Jenga, but um, no, no, Pompey <laughs> fans on Twitter hate me, so sorry, lads. So, uh, Jake, I'm going to bring you in and you're going to tell us yes, the scores. Mate. Have you got them ready? I'm looking at them with one eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you saw, but just before I made a little dig at his eye, I thought he goes, he, he says, What about seeing? I went, I'm not you, mate, I've actually got two eyes here functioning with my glasses on. I thought, ooh, I'll get a dig now, but it's 1-1 one, one after Tom put that. Tom, put that in. That's good. But that's the opening credit. <laughs> anyway, right. So next up, guys, we obviously have our predictions. And it went well for some of us. didn't go well for some of us. But a high-scoring week. Obviously, if you don't know this uh, concept by now, each of us, four lads, we give a bit of a score prediction for every game in League One. You get one point if you get the correct result. Three points, correct result and score. And Jake is our official scorekeeper. Woo woo, like a cheerleader. Jake, what are we saying, mate? How's the scores on the doors? Not to mention a plug for your channel, which is just starting yourself. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, we won't be doing any of that. But yeah, come and give me a, a, a sub. Um, on 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 the, on the scores on the bloody doors, a, mate. It, it, it was it was a great week for for two of us, and not so good week for for, for the other two. Perhaps because one of them kept predicting one-one bloody draws. Um, so so last week, um, both Tom and Wardy only picked up eight points. Uh, so that's sort of sh- seen a shift that's in the cute. leaderboard. Um, that's cute. <laughs> I, I got 11 last week, uh, and, and Ben went and got 13, which was which was pretty good. Which means scores on the doors in in last place with a so two out soon. <laughs> it's actually bloody doors, it's bloody. You keep working bloody scores on the bloody doors. Uh, correct. Uh, ten at uh, ten. Tom has uh, 14 points, which is average Shit. i'd say uh you've Sorry. then got a step up to wardy on on 17 myself See, a Push point it. in front of wardy on 18 and out in front mr league one himself uh benjamin Natman, 20 points so far um well done ben i think we can all give him a clap for same as i can't mate i've got no i've got no mic stand mate i can't fucking clap i'm holding the mic <laughs> Yeah, I just, I <laughs> for those watching on Patreon, subscribe to Patreon just to see Ben attempt to clap with no hands. <laughs> I might put that on. Oh, we should put that on Twitter, Wardy. That's class. Yeah, that's good. That is. That, 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 there's a caption for this week, lads. Anyway, um, it's a double game week. We're going to start off in the order that I've got on my screen, where is Jack first, Tom second, Jake third, and I will go last. Ooh, we're changing Barnsley. it up, are we? Oh, uh, yeah. Barnsley Peterborough, a, a rematch of the final game of last season where Peterborough won and got into the playoffs. Wardy, what are you saying for this one? We are going in alphabetical order, by the way. Uh, bar the last two games, which kick off at eight o'clock. None of this sofa score. Idiot, idiot. What was the game? Sorry, what was the game? <laughs> I completely missed what he does. Uh, Barnsley against Peterborough, son. Uh, I'm going to go. I haven't prepared, obviously. I've got, I'm going to go 2 1 Barnsley. Um, Tom? Um, oddly, I did prepare and I said 2-1 Barnsley as well. Uh, unlucky not to score more than one yesterday, actually. Posh. Barnsley had a poor second half away at Bristol Rovers, so response needed, 2-1 Barnsley. Jake? I'm going to go the other way. I think Peterborough are going to continue their winning start to the season. I'm going to go 2-0 Peterborough. I'm going to go 2-0 to Barnsley and disagree and agree with on the result on the result side of thing with uh, uh, Jack and Tom. Blackpool against Port Vale, both both sides obviously got decent-ish results at the weekend as well. Blackpool at home at Bloomfield Road. Uh, Jack? I'm going to go 2-0, another home win. Uh, I think Blackpool look... Uh, they, I think they actually were quite lucky not to lose the game against Exeter, actually, although it looks like it was a hanging on sort of game for Exeter. I actually think Exeter were the better side. So um, they might be a, a little bit frustrated by that performance, not so much the result in the end. But I'm going to go Blackpool to win at home at 2-0. Yeah, um, I'm thinking slightly narrower. I think Blackpool have just about too much for Port Vale, although they'll take a lot of heart from what happened yesterday. A 1-0 Blackpool for me, narrow win. Jakey boy? 2-1 uh, to the pool. I think they're just going to be a little bit too much for Vale. Yeah, I've got 2-0 to Blackpool. Bolton, Fleetwood. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like I say. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, <laughs> is that in so... Fleetwood have that only beaten good. Bolton once, and that was at Highbury Stadium in Bolton's first season back in League One, by the way, guys. So, Bolton, otherwise, victorious on the other seven outcomes. Uh, ben, close your ears. I'm going to go... Uh... Bolton four, Fleetwood nil. Um, 
I, I think it's going to be another four 0 written all over four? it. But I, I, I think I think Bolton are going to tear them apart. <laughs> I honestly do. I, I think Bolton looks so good. I think Fleetwood looks so bad, and I, I reckon if Bolton if Bolton win four 0 and they now sort of back that with sort of three 0 price that as well, you'd say that's one of the best starts of the season any League One as club has ever had. Um, and I think they're going to do so. I'm going to go four 0 They look unstoppable right now. It'd be 10 goals, wouldn't it, in the first three games and three clean sheets. Thomas? Impressive. It's slightly more conservative from me. I was going to go 3-0 Bolton. Um, feels like a really... <laughs> not bad, not, Jesus, not much, is it? It's a, well, it's a t- I think 4-0 is a hammering. 3-0 is just a good win, isn't it? Um, boy, that's <laughs> what it, I don't know. All right, would you want to go down? Would you want to say 2-0, Ben? What would no, you prefer? No, 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 no. Seven between the two of us. Even better. Uh, I'm going to go for a, a bit more of a comfortable 2-0 win. Uh, that's why I didn't want you to say 2-0, Tom. Um, I, I, I don't think they'll be as uh, as switched on this time, but I think they'll still comfortably get the job done. I've not got a Fleetwood score right yet on this channel. So, have any of us got our own Honestly, right? right, I think I've got all they will score, but we're going to lose. But I'm going to change that. We're going to lose 2-0, I think. Scott Brown said something in his press conference. He goes, we're good. you watch. We're going to be a different outcome come Tuesday. We're going to be very hard to watch, very hard to play against. We're not but We're not going to bother. We're not. He basically labelled it as he's not thinking about attack. He's just thinking about not conceding a goal, which fucking sounds great, doesn't it? Can't wait to watch that. <laughs> Cambridge, so, two, yeah, 2-0. Two um, Cambridge is stealing. on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, who's, who's excited for that one? <laughs> game in Stevenage. Uh, sorry, it was the game. <laughs> game in Stevenage. Um, I oh, mate, Cambridge. They're some side, aren't they, Nappers? They are some side. I'm gonna go one, 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 one. Stevenage do look good right now. I'm gonna go one all. That's Tom, Cambridge one nil. Narrow win. Build on the great confidence boost for them yesterday. Um. Yeah, 1-0 Cambridge. Jake? John and Moidy in the 1-1 brigade. I think I think they're both good teams going to equal each other out. Okay, I'm going to go for 2-1 Cambridge. Carlisle Wigan, a chance for Wigan to get into positive points. I'm going to say they do get into positive points and I'm going to say it's going to be 2-0. I really wasn't impressed by um, Carlisle for large parts defensively really frustrating and they will cause problems although I say I wasn't impressed they will cause teams problems because if you can't break a team down especially with Carlisle at home being the home side in this one we're going to, going to need to be and, and need to go into attacking different ways because in a low block with that three and that five in front of them they are a pain in the backside we just about did it so I don't think it's going to be as easy as people think but I think Wigan will will win the game I'm going to go did I give a score I think I'm going to go 2-0 uh, I would go for a 2 0 as well, which would be different from Wardy. I'll go for a 1 0. Um, obviously, we all know we're going to be going all out to get back in the green, back in the positive. Uh, but uh, I just don't see where the next Carlisle goal was coming from, to be honest with you, boys. Um, it's so light in an attacking sense. So, yeah, I'll go for a, a 1 0 Wigan with Carlisle sitting as deep as they possibly can to stop Wigan scoring. I, I would say Mockton, Mockton needs to be back. For that one, yeah, I mean, it's different, different story if he is, but for the time being, on the basis mm. that he's not one nil Wigan, I'm going for going to go for two nil to Wigan. Do I, do I Jake, fancy, Jake, fancy. Do I, do I, thank you, Ben, for letting me in. By the way, um, I, I think the next Carlisle goal comes in my prediction, it's going to be two one 
to Wigan. I think we're going to score, but it's going to be a consolation. Sorry about that, Jake. 2 0 to Wigan for me. Charlton Reds, Bristol Rovers. Next up, two good sides at the Valley. Yeah. Chance of redemption. I don't actually know the other games, but that could be player of that. Sorry, that could be um, game of the week, isn't it? In terms of the four, not player, game of the week going into it. Um, but I think Charlton are going to just about do it. Gr- no, 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 they're not. I'm going to go 2 2. 2 2. He's done okay. James Lawrence Alcott. He's changed his mind on stream. Two on Charlton for me. Two good draws from Rovers uh, for Rovers fans for their point of view. I think Charlton have enough to beat them. Um, Pompey nearly did, but didn't. I know Barnsley didn't. I think this is the game that they lose now. Rovers, Charlton will be a tough place to go for a lot of sides. We've already won there already this season. Two on at the Valley for Charlton. Third 1 1 draw for Bristol Rovers. I'm going to go for 1 1. Wow. I think that run will come to an end. Um, Derby Oxford. Oh, mate. This is tough. Um, no. I give a head and heart. My head says, I don't want to be scored on them, obviously, but I'm going to say it anyway. Take my head. That's sounding great. That's sounding great. Um, Go on, lads. Let's. I'm gonna get, give give my head now. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this week on that League One podcast, Wardy gives everyone a head. <laughs> I'm gonna say take my head, everyone. I'm gonna say two 0 Derby, but my heart says we can go there and nick a point one one. At least he's not sorry about him this week. So you go with your head or go yeah. with your heart? I'm I'm giving give my head. At least, at least you're not giving head to Barry Bannon this week, lad. No, that's that's last season. That's last season. What did he say? Two one. Two nil. Two nil. I hope we so get who? a point, but we just to to Derby. <laughs> to oh. Derby. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to go one all. Actually, that's um, my heart. That's my that was my heart one. But it's, I'm going to go I with your heart. So. Then I'll avoid your head and I'll go with your heart. One all. <laughs> uh, I think Derby are going to be a little bit too strong for us. So I'm going to go for two one to the Rams. I'm going to go 2 0 to Derby, Northampton against Lincoln City. Ooh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one all, mate. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go one all. No, I, I, I'm not doing it on purpose. I, I think. I think Northampton maybe being the higher side on Tuesday might just nick a point. Might just nick a point, but although Lincoln. They might take that confidence and, and that sort of really strong confidence that they had on or they they, they earned on Saturday into the game on, on Tuesday. But I'm going to go, going to go one or home advantage. Boys is important. Remember that. Yeah, they've they've lost both their opening games, haven't they? Northampton. I think this is going to be three and three. I'm going for Northampton Town nil, Lincoln two. Yeah, I'm joining Tom on that. I think we're going to go to the six fields and come away with three points, two nil win. I'm going to go Northampton 1, Lincoln City 0. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking. Shrewsbury against uh, Burton. Um, oh. I'm, going to, I'm going to go to That's Jack. That's right stinker, that one. <laughs> that is, that is a bad that, thing. That don't don't one last weekend, week. Yeah, it's not, it's not a good game. I, I'm actually going to back that up and say it's going to be 0-0. I think Shrewsbury offer very little going forward. I think Burton right now, although they brought in Gordon and Stockton, who are two really good strikers, and, and Cole Stockton proven at this level, they just can't score goals. So I'm going to say 0-0. Uh, what are you laughing at now? 
I think that's the third time you predicted Shrewsbury to draw nil nil. <laughs> it's because I just, ri- <laughs> yeah. But well, if I keep doing it, they if I keep doing it, they will eventually they will eventually draw nil nil. So I think, they, way, I think it's this interesting. Way. It'd be very interesting to see, like, because like tally all our predictions up and see where they would have finished if our predictions came true. Mm. And I bet you there's some teams that we've got like to win on like four games or something like that. There is a website that we could do that on. There is, there's like a predictor thing. You put it in, then it will come out. Yeah, cool. Let's do that. I'll put our one so far if you want people, the people watching and listening. Oh, we're going to give everyone else the job of doing it, are we? We're not going to do it ourselves. No, no, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. No, no, I'll do it. But I just wonder if anyone else thinks it's interesting. I could put put after our third week, I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, let's do that. Sounds good. Uh, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to follow in Wardy's footsteps. Nil-nil for me. Poor game. Tuesday night. Not a lot of riding on it in terms of interest, apart from if you're a Shrewsbury <laughs> Town or a Burton Albion fan, of course. Um, they don't care. <laughs> even, even they're not going to be Even they're thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> nil-nil. Um, I think Salah are pretty good at, at home, so I'm going to bat them to win Great player. by a goal. Nil. <laughs> I'm going to go one-all. Wickham Orient again, three games left. Wickham Orient. Are we Wickham not doing the rest really of them bad. on Saturday? Oh, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Right, crack on. Uh, Wickham... Yeah, sorry, let's go quick. Jack died. Wickham looks shit. I'm going to go. <laughs> Wickham, Wickham going to lose 2 0. Leighton Orient going to beat Wickham 2 0. Yeah, Wickham are shit, mate. You've seen them. They are. Can't, Wickham are can't shit. kick a football. You'd I reckon. Late, can I, ch- can I say as well recently. my prediction? Yeah, but Pompey's just so good, mate. John Messini is just such a good manager. Oh, I, Pompey. I, I, Pompey. <laughs> now I think it's going to be... <laughs> yeah, just can't help it. No, I'm going to say Wickham is 2-0. Orient win their first game of the season. 2-1 Wickham. No, I'm going to go for 1-1. I'm going to go 2-1 Wickham. Play up Pompey. Uh, Jack, another draw. Yeah, one one. <laughs> no. Um who are Pompey who are Pompey playing? Exeter. Playing Exeter at home it's on Sky. Is it? Well I won't yeah. be watching that. Um I could watch you it. To Derby? Oh no, you're on holiday. Like <laughs> yeah. He's on some <laughs> boat <Yeah>. somewhere. <laughs> so I'm just I'm in the ocean right now, mate. Okay, um, uh, the young I... <laughs> <laughs> tune. God. I get copyright strike now that. that was so good. Uh, I'm gonna say Bombay win 2 1. Sorry, two we one. had a bit of ocean internet there. Was it 2 1? That was 2 1 to the Portsmouth. <laughs> Lovely. I'm gonna go for the same score line as John Messino's first game in charge at Fratton Park. I'm going for a 2 0 Pompey win. I think it's gonna be a bit more difficult. I'm gonna go for oh, Pompey win. Oh, fucking one. hell. <laughs> You've not even heard me. I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go one nil Pompey. I think it's gonna I got Oxford right last week, so it's gonna be tight one nil. You're gonna win tight one. Didn't get us so. right last week though, did you, Sunshine? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ben, crack on because I wanna go yeah. home. I am home. I'm, what am I talking about? Crack on. I'm gonna go two nil Pompey and Reading against Cheltenham next up, last up in this week. Um I'm gonna say Reading I'm gonna say Reading win 1 0. It's the exact same oh. as I had written down 1 0 Reading. Yeah, I think Narrow and Cheltenham will be hurting from a relatively poor start to the season. Uh, but they're going to lose again, unfortunately. And then come to Fratton Park and get hammered on Saturday. 1 0 Reading. 
I'm so scared I'm going to say it's Tom. It's Tom and shit. I'm really bad at predictions and I keep doing the same song. So that is a problem. I'm really sorry. We didn't quite catch that, Wardy. I think he was giving <laughs> me shade, though. So let's move on. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't worth it. Okay, go on. Um, I've gone 2 0 ding. Two I'm going to go to the ding. 2 1 to the oh, ding. Fuck. You've just been. I'm ding in the ding. Up the ding. I'm um, in the ding. Right, very quickly now, lads. You've got 12 yeah. more to go. 12 done. Uh, well, let's let's go quick fire. Outfit. Jack. 1-1. One, one. Was that... A, what, sorry, which one was that one? I didn't quite Oxford hear Wigan that. Wigan on Saturday. Oxford oh, was Wigan. It? I, no, Bolton against Wigan. <laughs> oh. I, think, I think I'm going to... No, I, I didn't That's... even know what you said. I just, I just went to 1-1, one, one, so oh. I'm going to change that. I'm going to say 2-0 Bolton. Yes. I think, but I think a narrow one because it's a derby in it. So, one nil Bolton. I think Bolton are going to get revenge on when Wigan went there the season before last and beat them four 0 So I'm going to go Bolton four, Wigan nil. I'm going to go two Ooh. on Bolton, Barnsley against Oxford, uh, a very good side, and Oxford United, Jack. <laughs> hey, um, I'm going to say optimistically one one. Okay, two on Barnsley. Sorry, Jack. I think I think Oxford are going to get a point. I'm going to go for nil nil. Two nil Barnsley. Blackpool against Leighton Orient. The Orient Express will be departing to go to Blackpool. That was quite I think good, Blackpool. actually. The best one of the episode. That is. Choo choo choo. What about the Orient? Choo. Choo. <laughs> I'm going to say two nil Blackpool. The train's going to crash on the way. Sorry, I was just doing the conga. Uh, Sorry, yes, yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, a, a very good League One side will score quite a few against Leighton Orient unless they sort their shite out before next weekend. 3-0 Blackpool win. Yeah, Orient getting derailed. Uh, they're going to lose by two goals to nil. I'm going to go for 2-0 as well, to be fair. Cambridge Bristol Rovers. Rovers. By the way, doing two predictions after one another is really hard because it does play a big part on the last game. Yes, of course. Um, if, you know, if we get smashed by Derby, mate, we're getting smashed by Barnsley, baby. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> so, um, oh, I'm going to go 1-1 one, one here. Another 1-1 one, one for Bristol Rovers? That's, I know, that's Jake doing have, all of those. They would eventually draw 1-1. One, one. <laughs> I think Bristol Rovers narrow away win. 1-0 Rovers for me. I'm going to go for 2-1 Cambridge. I'm going for 2-1 Bristol Rovers. And I do not hate Cambridge because I think they're a good, they're, they're a good club as well. Carl mm. uh, Alexister, a mammoth trip for X. Oh. That, that must what be the longest trip in the Oh, it is a Saturday. Yeah, I think it is. I'm going to say 2 new Exeter. They look strong, by the way. I two agree. Nil. I agree, 2-0. Uh, I'm going to go for 3-1 hmm, Exeter, I think. I'm going to go 1-0 Exeter. Charlton against Pete Vale. What was Pete Vale? Who's Pete Vale? <laughs> Pete Vale. Next door, no. Pete Vale, you're in the seal. Should we play Pete Vale? <laughs> Pete Vale, mate. Yeah, come on, back up. Can I, actually, can I just say, by the way, lad, did you see that tweet that... Um, that got mentioned to me this week of a guy setting off a firework or <laughs> a pyro or some description. He was, I don't, I don't know what he was doing. And he just went, that's something for you to discuss on that. Pop. So he's obviously a tea lopper, but 
So, <laughs> so he set off a firework <laughs> in honor of the yeah. tea lop. Yeah, <laughs> mate, what a man, yeah. what a boy. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Right, we don't, con- oh, by the way, we don't condone like set a firework off in your like house and just say yes, it's for the tea loppers. Don't do that. No. Please do like, dynamic risk assessments before attempting such attempting attempting such um pyrotechnics. Like video. There it is. It's great for the audio. Safe journey home and the 91 others. Should have fired a few off down the lane, but there we are. Safe trip home. <laughs> Can I just say, by the way, that voice sounds like, you know you said about meditation before, that safe trip home, it sounds like the end of CBeebies when you're a kid and you can put us to sleep at 6.30. Good night. It sounded like Brayden off Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it did. And so, before you ask, no, I don't. You're not giving me out in Cardiff tonight. I love Gavin Stacey. Do you know what that means? What? Bryn means healing Welsh, yeah. <laughs> no, not that. You know, I knew joke. You what? Sorry. Uh, Do you understand about that joke about the Owen Hughes, Owen Hughes joke? Yeah, before you ask, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Can we crack on? <laughs> it's basically Jesus him saying, Christ. do I own do I owe Wayne Hughes? Oh right. Every day. Every day's a fucking story day. Let's crack day on. When I realised that one. Do I know that? I met him and I asked him. Did you? <laughs> no. I just oh. Googled it. That's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway back to League One. Port Vale are playing away at the Valley. What are we saying, boys? I just don't care. Nil nil. <laughs> oh. Sorry to any T Lop Charlton fans like the one that was flying from New Zealand and had us on for 29 hours, but yeah. Wardy doesn't like you. Um, I do. I'm just really tired. By the way, you keep forgetting it's. <laughs> it's oh, it is late. Sorry. Seven. Let's crack on. Uh, 1 0 Charlton. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2-0 for Charlton. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Charlton. Derby Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Next, how, how many numbers fit on that scoreboard? Um, oh, this doesn't this doesn't look good, does it? This doesn't look good. I'm going to go 4-1 Derby. Although Scott Brown did say, Ben, as you say, we're not gonna go, we're not gonna concede any goals. <laughs> Task gonna come back and buy on the backside next week. When you when you ship seven goals, and Scott Brown set up not to concede one. Tom, <laughs> I um, it's the the place the the, the result is the, <laughs> <laughs> the one of the most surprising yet fantastic results for you boys was your win at Pride Park last season. I don't want us to all forget about that. However, Derby County are in the groove now. Shaky start. Good win against Burton. Again, we've still got midweek to come, so that may change things. 2-0 Derby. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go 3-1 to Derby. I'm going to go 1-0 to Derby. Uh, I've, I don't think I've predicted the, oh, yeah, I've predicted the game which one do now um, uh, Northampton against Posh local derby another I'm local gonna, derby I'm going to go well, 2 nil Peterborough 2-1 Peterborough yeah I'm going to go 1-0 Posh I'm going to go 2-0 Posh um, clean sweep Portsmouth against Cheltenham Ooh, Portsmouth this is where you find reason for Cheltenham to nick a draw 
<laughs> yeah, shout them. They do look good. No, unfortunately, they don't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go three, three, three nil Pompey. They look good, Portsmouth. They do. They got a top manager. Uh, it was 4-0 last time round at Fratton Park against these lot. Slightly more uh, average. Well, maybe not average. It's a good win, this one. Uh, 3-1 Pompey. I think we will concede because we do get caught out quite easily at the back. And Leighton couldn't. Leighton Orient, sorry, couldn't because I just think we had just had too much for him. Um, but I reckon Cheltenham could nab one late on, potentially. 3-1 uh, Pompey for me. I think it's got 4 nil written all over it. Oh, he's changed his tune topic. this week. Wow. He's changed his tune. Covering my backside. <laughs> uh, I predicted a port of winning every single one of those games. That's not going to change. I'm turning into Dylan, aren't I, as well? So I'm going to go... Invincible. Dylan left me a lovely comment on my video yesterday saying, imagine being the only one not not to win uh, this weekend. Did he? So, Dylan, <laughs> I like you before that. By the way, I was in bed depressed last night, watching my seething. My mum was like, what's up with you? I'm like, don't talk to me. Do not talk to me. And then Dylan comes up with that. So, Dylan, I'll be coming for you on the 23rd of December, if, if this podcast is still going. Then, which I doubt. <laughs> um, uh, Reading against Stevenage. Oh, cry. Is that another close game? No. no. Not really, no. No. Um, well, I, I was never any good at geography. Uh, Reading against Stevenage. <laughs> Can tell. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to say Reading draw two all with Steve Evans, Stevenage two two. I think that was a two two. It was and uh, one all for me. Uh, I think Borough are going to go there and win. I'm going to go one nil Stevenage. Wow. I'm going to go two um... one to Ding Shrewsbury Lincoln. No, 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 please. <laughs> well, Shrewsbury have got to draw nil nil eventually, um, but not, not, not in this one. I, I do, I do believe in, in, in Lincoln and, and Mark Kennedy. I'm going to say two nil to the Imps. Shrewsbury Town one, Lincoln City two. Wait, I think we're going to go and win by a goal to nil. Don't like going to Shrewsbury. Um, we never do. So I'm going to go one nil Lincoln. I'm torn on this one. I think it, there'll be a win out of it. I think by the one goal, I'm, I'll go Lincoln 2 1. I was fancying a Shrewsbury 1-0, don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna go for Link. I've changed my mind because I put Lincoln to win or uh, lose on Tuesday. So I'm gonna go for them to win this one, 2 1. And then finally, Wickham Burton. Classic. Okay. I'm gonna say, I mean it depends if if Wickham react. If they carry on as they are now, um, then they're <laughs> gonna be in deep trouble. But I'm I'm gonna say Wickham win. 2-1. I mean, same with Burton as well. They both look dreadful at the moment as of recording. Two days, sorry, two, a game before the, the one we were on about. I'm going to say 2-1 though, to Wickham. It would be my 0-0, but I predicted Burton 0-0 on the last set, so 1-0 Wickham. I think it's going to be 1-1. Obviously, you can't. I think it's difficult isn't it, with these Saturday ones because we don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday. We won't have but... many of them this season, so it's just... Yeah, I, 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 I think it'd be 1-1. I think it'll be two 0 Wickham, and that is that rounds up uh, our predictions as well. So you can come back next week. Let us know your predictions as well. Go and follow us all on the socials again, boys. I think we're going to end it there. But again, another enjoyable show, and again, looking forward to another double weekend of action. We're knackered now. We've got to go again in less than forty-eight hours, thirty-six hours, more than likely. But again. Um, a big, a big week coming up, and again, thank you very much for watching. Lads, any final words to say? 
that ending is much better than last week's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. No, no disrespect to Jake though, who did well. And by the way, we should say a massive thank you and a well done to Jake, the best performing podcast we've had as well last week for the curtain was raiser. It? It was. Yeah, it's on 1.5 1. 1. now. people joined us. Wow. We'd also say as well, as Tom did mention, the predictions do tend to drag anyway. They won't drag as much going forward like the last one because we don't have sort of double game weeks as often. But um, And we'll record it was earlier good. in the day as well. We promise. Yeah. And we will. And I won't be on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Well, boys, again, it's been a delight to host this as well. And we've all had a chance of hosting it as well. Let us know which episode you've enjoyed the most. Which oh, maybe we shit. It's me next week, isn't it? And it's oh, Tom back again. God. And if you want to, go and follow us on Spotify, follow us on iTunes, all that jazz. It does help me and the boys out a lot as well. And come and find us on our own personal channels where we make our own very good League One and EFL content, shall I say, as well. But, boys, Thanks for joining me. Thanks for letting me be your host. And until next time, hello lads and ladies, and a peace out. Up the cards, up the sky bit league one. See you next Sunday, boys, or Monday when you're listening. Drive safe. Goodbye. Up the hills. Up the hills.